welcome to Hope City Church, Melbourne, Australia. Stay tuned for another inspiring message. I am very, very excited to be here. Thank you, Andrew and Karen, for having us again. We just love you guys and we love being here. We love who you are and what God is doing here. Um, So it's always such a privilege and an honor to be with you. Um, This morning, I really am going to dive into a message that uh, the Lord has been birthing in me for a long time, but has been saying to me, this is a message that you are not to release yet. And how often do you know that the Lord will, will release something to you, but you need to walk it before you release it? And, uh, and this message is really, um, how can I say, I've walked this and I'm still walking it and I know I'm going to continue walking it. But out of wrestling with the Lord and, and in that place of, of coming into the fire and just saying, Lord, whatever it takes, whatever the cost, uh, he has birthed this message. So this morning, I, my heart is that you will leave here today uh, more in love with Jesus than when you walked in, Amen. that you will be hungrier for for him and all that he has for you because this really is the season of breakthrough it's the season of increase it's the season of promotion it's that suddenly moment where God is doing things very quickly I'm seeing it so often one day things look one way the next day it's completely different and God is is moving in such a powerful way in this season releasing his suddenlies and the beautiful thing is with a sudden is that you don't get the glory and neither do I, right? He gets the glory. It's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. And so that is the the, the launching pad of where I want to go from this morning. Because as I dive into this message, I want you to keep that in mind. This is the season of breakthrough, increase, promotion, and suddenly. And I don't know about you, but the Lord has been speaking to me so much out of Isaiah 43, particularly verse 19, where it says, listen carefully, I'm about to do a new thing. I'm about to do something new. And it actually says, um, now it will spring forth. Will you be aware of it? Do you perceive it? Do you perceive the new thing that God is doing, the new thing that he's going to do before you see it spring forth? And there's a new level of vision, a new level of insight and discernment that God is bringing us up to in this season. So here I am and the Lord is talking to me about the new thing. And so I start asking the question, Lord, if you're doing a new thing, how do I position myself for that new thing? Because I don't want to miss it. Right? I don't want to be in a place where you're doing something completely new and, and I don't perceive it. It's happening all around me, but I, I can't see it. And this um, took me into a series of dreams, uh, probably over a month, uh, a block of a month. And I had, I would say, two to three significant dreams a week regarding this message. And in the first couple, I heard the sound of an alarm. And it was so loud in my dream. Um, At one point, I actually woke up and thought, are the alarms going off in the hotel room? Like it was that loud. But it wasn't the sound of the alarm of emergency. It wasn't the sound of the alarm that says, oh my gosh, quick, emergency, get out. It was an alarm of expectancy. And And it was an alarm that in my spirit, even though I didn't have words for it yet, my spirit was saying, get in position. 
My spirit was saying, God is about to do something. He's sounding the alarm, get into position. So here I am, Lord, what, how do I do this? And what does this alarm represent? And he, and he literally says to me, as I'm waking up, Psalm 24, verse seven to nine. So I wake up and I open my phone and on my phone, I have uh, the Passion Translation. So I'm going to read it to you from the Passion Translation by Dr. Brian Simmons. It's gonna, it might be a little bit different if you don't have it with you this morning. But I love this translation. I love the way that this is articulated. It's so beautiful. And he says this, 20, Psalm 24, verse 7 to 9. So wake up, you living gateways. Lift up your heads, you ageless doors of destiny. Welcome the King of glory for He, now get this, is about to come through you. Isn't that awesome? He is about to come through you. You ask, who is this glory King? The Lord armed and ready for battle, the mighty one, invincible in every way. So wake up you living gateways and rejoice. Fling wide, you ageless doors of destiny. Here he comes. The king of glory is ready to come in. This scripture, I I would put my life on, on the word that I believe right now, God is coming. Right? God is coming in a way that we have never seen before. God is going to show up in your life individually, in our churches, in our cities and in our nations in a way that we have never seen. I believe that the King of Glory is about to step in and He's stepping in in a new way, but it requires us to be positioned for the new way that He's going to step in. So, what does that look like? There are many keys of how to position yourself for a new thing, but the one that the Lord has been breathing on heavily in my life to release is the area of trust. It's the area of trust that says, I trust your way no matter what. The Lord has challenged me over and over again in this season. You know, Lana, in Isaiah, it actually says, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. And often if, if I don't have the revelation of his goodness and his kindness and his love and that he's actually working for me and he's building something in my life, in my my church, in my city, in my nation, bigger than I could imagine, I could be afraid of the way of God. I could be fearful of, hang on, which way are you going to take me into my breakthrough? Which way am I, what is the pathway look like? And I see so much fear in, in areas where the, the revelation of God's love hasn't gone deep. I see so much fear of, oh my gosh, hang on a sec, I'm not sure. Like, oh, is God's way going to be okay? God's way is always perfect. It is always perfect. He's always on time. And even when we don't understand the outcome of how he works, when he pulls it all together, leaves us in awe, doesn't it? It leaves us in awe. And so the challenge that I'm going to really dive into this morning is to challenge you and myself in the place of trust on the, in the way of God, the pathway of God, because we can often look at the destination, we can look at the breakthrough and we know what God has said. 
but it's another thing to perceive when you're walking a road. Now, I'm not saying that every pathway, like if something bad's going on, God has orchestrated that. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying it takes that, that place of discernment and that place of, hang on a sec, I'm walking through something really terrible right now, but I know that God really is turning all things for my good. Yeah. What the enemy has meant for my harm, God is turning around. He always has a plan. He always has a way. Even when the enemy throws things at us, even when tragedy and things happen, he is the God of redemption. Amen. He's the God that has the redemptive answer. So I have one of those dreams in this season where I woke up and I thought, what in the world? I would never really say that. And so I knew it was God. And, uh, and so here I am in a dream and I'm sitting with a whole heap of believers. Some were leaders, you know, some were um, out in the world. They were all different roles, but everybody, like the, everyone in the room was a believer. And everyone's talking about the new thing that God is doing. And people over here are saying, well, it's going to look like this and it's going to start in this place. And other people over here are saying, but it's going to look like this and God's going to do it in this way for my life. And hear me, there was, a, there was a hunger in the atmosphere that was really amazing. But at the same time, there was something in the atmosphere where my spirit was going, oh, I feel a bit, uh, something's not right. So as I'm in this dream, I'm just watching what's taking place. And the Lord is speaking, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, breakthroughs upon you, an amazing move of my spirit. And out of my mouth at the end of this dream, I look at these people and I say this, whether God wants to give you apple cider vinegar or a caramel latte, you need to be okay with it. And I woke up. <laughs> I thought, what in the world? Whether God wants to give you apple cider vinegar or a caramel latte, you need to be okay with it. So off I go to my favorite coffee shop and sitting with the Lord, what in the world was that God? And he said, well, Lana, apple cider vinegar... What is it? It tastes terrible, right? And I'm like, it does. But I drink it every day. Why? Because I know it's good for me. I try and get my husband to drink it and he runs out the other end of the house. <laughs> Even when I try and sneak it in his juice, he smells it. He goes, is this tainted? <laughs> I'm like, it's good for you, right? <laughs> and a caramel latte, for me, a delight, like sweet. It's that, that place that tastes good. Neither, both are good, right? But if we are living in a place that says, God, I only want the caramel latte. When I'm walking through something and it doesn't taste very good, but it's good for me, well, I don't want that. Yeah. Good. I want you on your terms. I want you, how, however you want to show up, I want you above my own comfort. And this season, I believe that God is breaking limitations. He's removing ceilings so you can step into your destiny in greater ways. So you can step into the fulfillment of promises you've been waiting for, that you've been contending for, that you can partner with the, with the Lord of what he's doing in your city, in the nation. But God's heart is for you and I to not be limited See, if we live our lives in a place that says, God, you, I only want you to show up on my terms and my way, 
we're limited. We're, li we're living limited. And God wants us to be people that say, Lord, I want you above my comfort. I want you on your terms. Holy Spirit, I want what you're doing on this earth on your terms. Because his terms are amazing. They're amazing. And I, I just, I love how the Lord, he just, he's so, he's so not like us. You know what I mean? He doesn't think like us. He's complete. He thinks on a, in a completely different realm. But we have the mind of Christ, and so we are invited into that place to see as He sees and to hear what He hear. Uh, sorry, to hear what He is saying. And in this season of the new thing, there are going to be some, and they're, they're already happening for many believers. But I believe they're going to continue. There are going to be some divine interruptions in this season. God is going to interrupt some things in this season. And if that interruption invades your life and you're like, God, this doesn't make sense. I want to encourage you to lean in. Don't run from it, even if you don't understand, because the outcome of following the voice of God, you will move into a realm of breakthrough and increase and, and favor, promotion, all of the things God has for you. It'll be double. It will be double. The Lord has been saying to me so much. I'm going to interrupt in this season, Lana. I'm going to interrupt and it's going to take eyes to see and ears to hear where I'm interrupting. But so much, so much in the last couple of weeks, the Lord has been repeating to me, obedience over opportunity. Obedience over opportunity. And I thought, okay, I haven't released a word on it. I was sitting on it, meditating on it. And I have another dream. I'm a dreamer, can you tell? <laughs> so I have another dream. And in this dream, I'm sitting in a, at a boardroom, in a boardroom, sorry, at a table. There are lots of people around me and somebody hands me a golden envelope. And I tell you what, this envelope might, might as well have had diamonds on it. It was sparkling so beautifully. And they hand it to me and they say to me, this is the invitation for you. As the envelope hit my hand, I knew in my spirit it was the opportunity of a lifetime. And I'm sitting at this table, I'm thinking, I've been waiting my whole life for this. Like, this is amazing. When all of a sudden, my spirit starts to get a little bit unrested. And I feel this wrestling happening within me. And they're saying, it's going to happen at this particular time. They, they, they labeled the month. They named the month. This is the time that the opportunity is going to happen. And the Holy Spirit says to me, you won't be in this particular place in that month. And I'm wrestling going, well, could I, could I change my schedule? Like maybe I could talk to Kev and we can kind of rearrange something. And the Holy Spirit speaks again. You will not be back in this place in this particular month. And what was the Lord saying to me? You need to obey my voice over the opportunity. Yeah. And I woke up. I thought, well, that's a crazy dream. And I wrote it down and I left it. This week, was it this week or last week? This week, the opportunity lands in my hand. And I tell you what, if I told you the opportunity without telling you the obedience part, you'd probably go, you're nuts for turning that down. But the opportunity landed in my hand and I looked at it and I, well, I told Kev and he said, well, what did God say? I said, God said, we're not going to be there till in that month. So I wrote back and there was a lot at stake. I wrote back and I said, I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm so honored. 
but I can't do it. I, I just, I can't do it. And I told them the dream. And long story short, now that opportunity has come back to me, right? But with increase. It's come, back to, it's come back to me with more than was originally put on the table. And the Lord spoke to me in the, I think it was about four hours from the moment I, I received the, the invitation to then replying. The question he kept asking me was, do you want my way? Will you choose my way over even something that is, it's sparkling. And, and the opportunity itself is right. God is breathing on it, but the timing wasn't right. The timing wasn't right. God has something else planned. And so I want to encourage you in this season, every amazing door that opens for you, because there are going to be some amazing doors and opportunities are going to come to you and favor is going to increase. God is positioning the people of God unlike I've ever seen in my life. But I want to encourage you, lean in. Lean into the Lord, not hear my heart on this. Just because an opportunity is good doesn't mean that it's God, right? And it doesn't mean that it's God's time. But if you come to a place in this season where something is offered to you and the Lord says, don't do it that way, trust Him. Trust Him because He's setting you up for something greater. He's setting you up for a place of increase and a place of promotion. But he cares about the hearts of his people that are so laid down and so surrendered to him that, that say, I will move in whatever direction you are going. Even if I don't understand, I will trust you. I will hold your hand. I will follow you because I want your way over any way of mine. I want your timing, your breakthrough, your everything orchestrated by you above anything else. I lay down my will. But in that place of chasing after the Lord and, and living in a place that says you above all else, we still live in a place where we dream. It's not saying lay down your dreams, stop dreaming. Dream big with God. God, this is what I want to see. This is what's available to me. Yes, Lord, I'm taking it all. But we can't take what, what God is giving us and put boxes on it and say it has to look this way. It has to look this way or it needs to happen in this time. So much of my younger Christian life I thought I, I had worked out the way of God. I was like, oh, I totally know the way God shows up. Like, I totally know. Like, I, I, even, you know, in the prophetic in my younger days, I used to think, oh, yeah, God's spoken to me. He's going to show up on June, in June. June would come and he wouldn't. And he wouldn't. And I'm like, what's happening here? And then he'd show up in August and he'd show up bigger and greater. And he'd say to me, Lana, I, I do show you times and seasons. I, show, I reveal um, specifics, but don't live in a place where you think or you ever think that you've got it worked out. Because just when you think that you've worked me out, I'll show up somewhere else. Because he's restoring the awe to the church. I believe he's restoring the fear of God. The king of glory coming in. You just even think of that picture, the king of glory coming in. You know, the train of his robe filling the temple. I was sitting with the Lord having a coffee recently and he said to me, Lana, he said, there are going to be Isaiah 6 encounters in this season. 
And I thought, wow. Now, Isaiah 6, if you read that chapter, Isaiah is on his face, right? He's like, help. But God is going to show up so powerfully in this season. I prophesy over you this morning that the way he's going to show up, you are going to be left in awe. You are going to be left in awe. Any areas where we may become familiar in a negative sense, right? Oh, yeah, I know, you know, I know the Lord really well and I know his ways. Any way that we become familiar in that way, God is going to break those things open because he wants to restore the awe to the church, the king of glory, the one who is strong and mighty in battle. The king of glory is coming in. And it starts with us. It starts with us. We want to see our cities and our nations and the nations transformed. But as you move deeper into that place of awe of who he is, everywhere you go, you're going to release that even more. There's a prophet in the US, her name is... um, Tina K. Baker, and uh, I did a conference with her probably last, this year. Oh, I was going to say last year, oh my gosh. This year. And uh, anyway, my personal conviction is I don't read uh, other people's prophetic words. Unless somebody specifically sends me a word and says, Lana, you need to read this, I try my best to stay away from reading other prophetic words just because I never want to take somebody else's revelation or the word that they've received and, and somehow subconsciously or, you know, not intentionally regurgitate that word. So the Lord has been very clear with me, Lana, you need to, to keep yourself from reading other stuff. So why am I telling you this? Because somebody sent me this word from Tina K. Baker and they said, you need to read this because this is very much in line with what you've been prophesying. And this two paragraph word that I'm going to read you is so much, so like beautifully articulated of what I believe that God is, is a piece of the puzzle that God is releasing right now. And it says this, change is coming to many that will require great faith to walk out. Your mind may not fully understand what God is requiring. Stay pliable in his hands. He will give you increased wisdom and a true spirit of revelation in order to continue on the path that he's laying out before you. Don't shrink back from change. Follow his leading. He will not fail you. There are some powerful doors that are going to swing open for the faithful that will shock the mockers. God will send you forth in his own purpose without any more delay. You have been equipped and prepared in pressure and trials. You will see mighty miracles that you have never seen before begin to flow from your life as you obey his voice. Now you will know, I love this, why you never gave up as you watch yourself do what you were born for. Now you will know why you never gave up as you watch yourself do what you were born for. This has been a shaky season. It's been a season of fire. There's a lot of turbulence. 
I've seen so many, so many believers just going through so much in this season. But nothing that you have walked through is wasted. Nothing is wasted. God is turning all things. And I, I prophesy over you this morning that you are going to have that moment in this season, the revelation of why you didn't give up. That revelation that says, oh my gosh, now I'm starting to see. I'm starting to understand the battle I've just walked. I understand now, Lord, why I didn't give up because you were leading me and preparing me for this, this great thing that you're releasing me into. There is increase upon you. There is breakthrough upon you. And God wants to do something new through you. How, doesn't matter how old you are, what you've done, where you've been. You know what? God has a plan for your life and he has a new thing that he wants to do for you and through you. Hallelujah. So uh, I am very, 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 very much a lover of Song of Songs. And uh, I've done a lot of teaching in the last 18 months on the Song of Songs. And I'm just quickly going to share one verse with you this morning and just a little bit of context around this verse. Um, because I really believe that it's, it's a beautiful picture of, of that trust, that place that the Lord is asking us to come into. So Song of Songs, uh, let me see, chapter 4, uh, verse 8. Now, again, I'm going to read it to you from the Passion Translation, so it will be a bit different. It says this, Come with me through the archway of trust. We will look down from the crest of the glistening mounts and from the summit of our sublime sanctuary. Together we will wage war in the lion's den and the leopard's lair as they watch nightly for their prey. Now, I was really intrigued. What is this archway of trust? So I grabbed the commentary uh, by Brian and Candace Simmons called The Sacred Journey on the Song of Songs. And I open it up and I'm reading it. And there is every explanation on every other verse except for the archway of trust. And I thought, hang on a sec. So... Um, I emailed Brian Simmons and I said, can I ask a huge favor? <laughs> I said, I really would like to know about the archway of trust. And so he sent me back an email with this amazing, like these amazing things that I'm gonna share with you around the context of this scripture. So come with me is obviously the king inviting um, the Shulamite woman into inter intimate partnership with him. But get this, to look at the nations from his point of view. Okay, so she's now being discipled. I love this. She is now being discipled in heavenly perspectives right? Heavenly perspectives of what God wants to do among the people of the earth. In the high place, she can see what had confused her in the past. So this is an invitation for her to be taught lessons of higher levels of spiritual warfare and perspective to be equipped as the bride that sits at his side. So the Hebrew word in that, that first part of that verse, the archway of trust is amana, A-M-A-N-A. -A -A, and it means covenant. 
and it's similar to our word amen. So it's trusting in the covenant love of the bridegroom. Lebanon's peaks where the lions and the leopards roam are the places of advanced spiritual warfare. So now this picture is she is ascending with God to engage with him in greater active partnership and service with him and what he's doing in the nations. So he calls her his bride. And this is the first reference to her as the bride of Christ in the Song of Songs. So truly now her affection is for him and her passion for him has taken her to the cross and a life of intercession. And now as the beautiful bride, they take a journey to the high place and they view the world from his perspective as eternal partners. I don't know about you, but that makes me so happy. I just, that, that burns in me. Lord, take me to a place where I have been to the cross, right? I've, I've been to the cross. I'm, I'm living that life where I'm, I'm laying down, I'm laying down, I'm laying down, and then I'm in a place of intercession. Then raise me up to the high place. Disciple me in your perspective so that when I look at my family, when I look at my husband, when I look at my, my pastors, I look at my church, I look at the city, I look at the nation, I am seeing from the perspective of God discipled in heavenly perspective. Oh, but it comes from the place of trust. It comes from the place that says, Lord, I surrender. I surrender to you and I invite you to come and to disciple me in my perspective. The Lord speaks to me in very, uh, very, very out-of-the-box ways, right? So dreams, but he also speaks to me through some of the most random things. If I had time, I would, I've got a million stories I could tell you. But I'm sitting with the Lord one day again, having a coffee, and I hear the Lord say to me, do you, oh, this was a few years ago, sorry, do you want me to share with you uh, what I'm saying right now? I said, yes, Lord. All of a sudden, a song starts playing in my head so loudly but I can hear it like the Lord is singing this song. Now, as I'm going to share, um, I'm going to read you the lyrics of this particular song. Um, don't get caught up on the fact that this is from a Disney movie. I'm just going to say that because when, I, when I've shared this before, some people got upset because they said God can't speak through a Disney movie. I believe God can speak through whatever he wants, right? And, and I'm going to read you these lyrics and let me just put it out there just for the sake of, um, yeah, let's just say God doesn't endorse magic, right? Okay, you'll understand why I'm saying that in a minute. So, um, I heard the song, A Whole New World, from the movie Aladdin. And the Lord was singing this song and I thought, that's crazy, like, I don't understand. So I got the lyrics up and I'm going to read it to you. It says, I can show you the world, shining, shimmering, splendid. Tell me, now when did you last let your heart decide? I can open your eyes, take you wonder by wonder, over, sideways and under, now on a magic carpet ride. God is not going to take us on a magic carpet ride, right? Okay. <clears throat> a whole new world, a, fa a new fantastic point of view. 
No one to tell us no or where to go or say that you're only dreaming. A whole new world, a dazzling place I never knew. But when I'm up here, it's crystal clear that now I'm in a whole new world with you. Unbelievable sights, indescribable feelings, soaring, tumbling, freewheeling through an endless diamond sky. A whole new world, don't you dare close your eyes. Hold your breath, it only gets better. I'm a shooting star, I've come so far, I can't go back to where I used to be. A whole new world with every turn a surprise. Every moment I will follow the red letters. Come on, come on, I don't know. I'll chase those red letters everywhere, anywhere, there's time to spare. Let me share this whole new world with you. Now, do you know in the movie Aladdin, I haven't seen it since I was like really little, but right before Aladdin invites Jasmine onto the carpet ride for them to go and fly around, he says to her, do you trust me? And she grabs his hand and says, I trust you. She had no idea where she was going. She had no idea what it was going to look like, but she said, okay. He pulls her up on the carpet ride and they go for an amazing ride. But the destination, what it, what, it wasn't about the destination, it was about the journey. From way up here, it's crystal clear. When I'm with you, I can see like I've never seen before. It was about the place of trust. And when she trusted, she went up higher. And then a whole new world opened up. So I prophesy over you this morning that all those areas where God is saying, do you trust me? As you hold his hand and you say, yes, I do, Lord, a whole new world is going to open up before you. The perspective of God is going to open up for you in a whole new way. God is going to take you on a radical, amazing adventure. But he's asking the question, are you all in? Are you all in? Are you, lay, are you ready? Are you willing? However it looks, whenever I show up, how, wherever I take you, are you all in? Are you living in a place where I say, I will not allow fear to keep me bound anymore? Because as we live in fear, we lose our passion. We, li we live in fear, we live contained, we, we lose our fire. But stepping out on the edge and throwing ourselves completely into his arms, you come alive. I come alive. Two years ago when the Lord released me into full-time itinerant ministry, I had no idea what I was doing. I'd done lots of local church ministry before, but he asked me a question, will you trust me? I said, yes, Lord. And over the last two years, he's had me step out of my comfort zone in so many ways. And it's been painful in some ways. But I tell you what, the fruit of how he has showed up, the things that he has done has far outweighed my feeling of being uncomfortable. And he said to me, Lana, which one's better? Living the life that in fear that steps back and says, I'm too scared to step up to the edge or the place that says, I trust you and I'm going to throw myself completely into what you're saying and where you're leading me. And I may feel uncomfortable for a moment, but gee whiz, 
the way I see you move and the way I see you show up far outweighs. I said, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So I wanna, um, I'm going to end with two things this morning. I want to share um, very quickly a passage of scripture with you. And then I'm going to play a song. Um, we're going to play a song. And it's just the lyrics. And I'm really feeling it's an invitation from the Lord. But before I explain that to you, I want to share with you um, from Isaiah 55. Um, just for the sake of time, I, I won't read it. But again, the Lord spoke to me over a cappuccino. And uh, I'm sitting with him and he says to me, Lana, he said, right now, he said, there is a season shift taking place over the body of Christ. I said, hallelujah, because we've been transitioning for so long. And we're now moving, we're, we're really coming, we're at the cusp of something completely new. And so the Lord says to me, Isaiah 55, and it talks about, you know, the Lord doesn't think his thoughts are not our thoughts, his ways are not our ways. But at the end, oh, sorry, at verse 8 to 13, I think it is, in Isaiah 55, it says, so you will go out in joy and you will be led for, so you will be led into a whole and complete life. The mountains and the hills uh, will lead the parade bursting with song. All the trees of the forest in the procession uh, will join in the procession, exuberant with applause. There will be no more thistles, but giant sequoias, no more thorn bushes, but stately pines. Monuments to me, to God, living and lasting evidence of God. And the Lord really spoke to me that we are, we're moving. We're, there's a season shift right now where we are moving and we're being led forth with joy. We're going to be led forth with peace. And I, I release this prophetic word. And then um, somebody emails me and says to me, Lana, uh, Paul Keith Davis from White Dove Ministries has just released a video. I think you need to watch it. I thought, okay, so I press play. It's a five-minute video. You can go and watch it on the White Dove Ministries website. But he says this. I was sitting with the Lord recently, and, he, he, and the Lord spoke to him through a, a various amount of different things. And he said, this is, a, this is a moment right now of Isaiah 55. My ears prick up. And he says, particularly the, the verses 8 to 13, God is saying that he is leading his people out with, with joy, that he is leading his people out with peace, that the Lord is really leading his people from that place where there's been thorn bushes and where there's been the thistles and he's leading us into a place of, of ease. Now, it doesn't mean there's not going to be trials, but there's a relief of the season, right? There's a relief upon us right now. And he said, the trees shouting for joy is the picture of heaven, right? It's the picture of heaven moving on behalf of the redeemed. And he said, from a place of difficulty, pruning and testing to the place of great fruitfulness. We are crossing over roadways, streams in the desert, the flourishing garden and breakthrough is at the heart. The Lord is about to take your dry and thorny season and make it a flourishing garden. I want, I want to invite you to, to recommit your yes to the Lord again. Lord, I'm all in. Your way, your time, however you want. I want you in whichever way, however, whatever it takes. I want you above all else. Are we all in? Take a deep breath and get ready to jump when the Lord says jump and you are going to be propelled and catapulted into some of the most glorious 
glorious, glorious encounters with the Lord, breakthrough, promises fulfilled and destiny like you've never seen. So let me pray for you. Jesus, I thank you. I thank you for what you're doing, Lord. God, I thank you for the invitation that says, are you all in? And this morning, as individuals and together corporately, we say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, we're all in. Your way, your time. We want you, Lord, on your terms. Holy Spirit, come and do in our hearts and our lives whatever you need to do. We live our lives surrendered to you, God, to your way. We're all in. We're all in, God. And we're excited and expectant for what you're going to do. And we thank you, Lord, that no eye has seen and no ear has heard the plans that you have for those who love you, God, that you've prepared for us. We thank you, God, that a whole new world is before us. We're excited to go on a wild adventure with you. We trust you, Lord, and we thank you for your goodness, your kindness and your love. We praise you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.